Um, well, we're, going to, we're still in the same series of kingdom economics. Say kingdom economics. Oh, y'all sound dry. Okay. Can y'all say that one more time for me? Like y'all want some money? All you got to do is put money at the end. We are his people. We are his children. He wants us to be blessed. All right? He wants us to be blessed. But you have to do everything according to how he said do it. We have to do everything according to how he said do it. So in dealing with kingdom economics, we're dealing with giving, tithes and offering. But we're also dealing with character. Okay? Because the father's not going to finance your bad character. I got too many friends, too many friends, Kirby, too many friends who are very, very gifted, okay, but they're impatient with people. Very knowledgeable, but they're impatient with people. I got friends that should be CEOs of Fortune 500 companies, but they're intolerant of people. (laughs) So he can put them in positions to make money, but not to run a company because character. All because of character. So kingdom economics is about giving, tithes and offering, planting seeds, harvest time. Okay? But it's also about character. You conforming to the image of his son, you imitating him. And it's also about servitude. He can only make you as rich. He can only make you as rich. As he can use you. It makes sense. He can only make you as rich as he can use you. He, we ain't, look, he, he sees your heart. He knowing you're about to be prodigal. You just want your inheritance so you can run and do what you want to do. <laughs> Jesus told the story for a reason. He sees our heart. He know when we're prodigal. He know when, look, you just want the money. You don't want my heart. You don't want to serve me. You don't want to help my people. You don't want to do anything for me. You just want the payday. No, you'll get it when you become a servant. Amen. This is kingdom economics. I don't want you to think it's just ran off. The economy of God has ran off just your tithes and offering. It's some expectation there. Okay. To the title of today's teaching, take a little off my uh, the preamp on this mic. The title of today's teaching is Rich in Resources. Rich in Resources. How many of y'all want to be rich? We got hands for all those who are on the uh, podcast. Everybody raise their hand. Now, the Father wants us to be rich, but he wants us to be rich in resources. All right. Now, rich by definition means wealthy. It means to have an abundance of material resources. It means to have an abundance of supplies. It means to have an abundance of Christian virtue. It means to have an abundance of eternal possessions. So the father wants us to be rich. Okay, I got the receipts to prove it. I got the documentation to prove it. I got the scriptures to prove it. He wants us to be rich, Dr. Hardy. 
But Q, he wants us to be rich in resources. He wants us to be rich in resources. That's why we have such a great commandment of give. Because you are a resource. It ain't all for you. Rich in resources. Resources are a stock or supply of money, material, staff, and other assets that can be drawn on by a person or organization to function effectively. So a resource is to have a supply of something. Okay, and from your supply, others can draw. In other words, you got money. He wants to keep you with money, but he wants to keep you with money and with the responsibility of the kingdom of allowing people to draw from you. Allowing people to pull from you. He don't want to give you money so you can keep it to yourself. A reason a lot of people are broke because he only gives you what belongs to you. He can't give you the seed for the sower. He can't give you Dr. Hardy money. He can't give you Serena money. He can't give you Manushka money to give to her. So he got to use somebody else. (laughs) So he'll give you just what you can have, just what you can handle until your heart gets to the place where, Father, however you want me to do it, I'll do it. I've told you time and time again, he would not release the inheritance until your heart aligns with him. When you become generous, your finances will increase. When you become faithful, your, your finances will increase. He'll open doors for that promotion, but first, let's deal with your character. First, let's deal with your area of servitude. I'm going to open the door for you, but let me raise you as my child and teach you how this done so once you get it, you can keep it. You can keep it. So our first scripture, 2 Corinthians 8 and 9, it says, for you know, he was telling them, y'all have the knowledge of this. You know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. So he said, though he was rich, (laughs) though he was rich, for your sake, he became poor. So that by his poverty, you might be rich. He didn't say you will. You might. He did his part for you so that through what he did, you might be, you might be, it's a possibility. Which means it's some actions that we have to do. It's some things that we have to do. It's some faithfulness involved in this. It's some reading. Study to show yourself approved. You want to be rich? (laughs) study to show yourself approved see how he said work money see how he said do it until you study you're not approved you got bad credit in the spirit why because you don't have the knowledge to move accordingly but the scripture said that he graced us meaning he did this because he wanted us to have a supply He wanted us to have the joy, the pleasure that that comes with having money, that comes with having stuff. He didn't want to look at his kids and they broke, busted, and disgusted, then look at the world and they stunned. Okay? (laughs) They cashing big checks, buying bags, popping tags. Y'all remember that? (laughs) That's not how he wants us to be. 
But it's like that because the world system is only the strong survive. Take care of yourself. The system we on is inverted. It's backwards. It's upside down. It's inside out. We have to give to receive. All they have to do is receive and hold on to it. So he said that he graced us, meaning he wanted us to have this blessing. He wanted us to have the joy and the pleasure of what it means to have finances, to have money, to take trips, to buy new cars. Okay, he don't mind you having a house in every state, in every city. The only thing he want to make sure is that if I tell you, let Tanya stay in this house for a month, you can do it. He don't mind you having money, Chad. He just wants you, him to be able to say, give it to this person. He told the rich young ruler, look, he was a rich, he was young, and he was a ruler. He had his youth, he had power, and he had his health. What must I do? Look, do this. I've done all that. Well, this one thing I want you to do, sell all your possessions. Give it to the poor, and you will have riches in heaven. He couldn't do it. He couldn't do it. Why? Because he felt like I earned that. I earned that. We can't get into that mode. I earned that. I did this. No, he wants to do it. A king tried to bless Abraham. He said, no, I'm not going to let you make me rich. If you make me rich, then you're going to say you did it. I don't want you to say you made me rich. I want my riches to come from heaven. I want my riches to come from the father. He said, if we store our treasure up in heaven, he said, there it won't rust. Moths can't eat it. Can't nobody get to it. Wherever your heart is, that's where your treasure would be. Wherever your treasure would be, that's where your heart would be. So he said he graced us. Then it says, though he was rich. Now, this word rich means wealthy, abundant in material supplies, virtue, and eternal possessions. So he already had. So it says, though he was already rich, he didn't need nothing. That's the reason why we are joint heirs with him. He was already rich, meaning he had all things. He already had all things. Our inheritance is all things. The Bible says all things were created through Christ, for Christ, and without Christ, nothing exists. He already had all things. Already having all things, the scripture said that he be... That though he was rich for our sake, say my sake, he became poor. So he had all things, brought himself to a human need, to a human state of needing. Of now he has to depend. And he did that so that through his poverty, through his poverty, him being rich became destitute of riches and abundance so that through his poverty, you might be rich. So it's like he left heaven having everything, came down here and said, look, I'm going to, I'm going to relinquish my right and show y'all how to get it. Learn of me. Because I'm meek and lowly of heart and you can find rest for your souls. How many of y'all know money gives you rest? But what did he say before that? Learn of me. He going to show you how to do it. This is the same son that constantly said, I only do what my father tell me to do. Learn of me. (laughs) 
I only do things the way my father tell me to do it. This is why we have the word. If we did not have the word, we wouldn't know what to do. So we're going to go over some scriptures, but let me finish this off. He says, so for your sake, he became poor that by his poverty, you might be rich. You, we might be rich. Give me the definition of we might be rich. Okay. We might be rich, meaning to be richly supplied with outward possessions. Okay. So this is not just an inward thing. We ain't just blessing people with grace. We ain't just giving away love. He said, outward possessions. Peter came to him and said, Lord, what do we get for following you? That's a good question. I know we get religious sometimes, but Peter had the right mind. What do we get for following you? We gave up everything. I left my wife at the house. I threw a business away. Come on. He left his business. He said, follow me. I will make you fisher of men. Well, hold on. I already got a lucrative business. You want me to go fish after me? I wasn't trained for that, but just leave it. Okay, what did he say? Nothing. Dropped everything and followed him. So to be rich means to be supplied with outward possessions. So he said we might become. Then he says it also means to be affluent in resources. Affluent in resources, not finances. (laughs) Affluent in resources, not money resources affluent in resources meaning you will be supplied with a certain amount of things and people will have access to it you might become rich meaning mm, you might become generous the door to riches is generosity okay he said that you might become rich, meaning richly supplied with our possessions, affluent in resources, so that he gives blessings of salvation to all. So the reason why he wants to make us rich, Q, is so that we can give blessings of salvation to all. We're not just giving money away. We're giving, we're healing people. We're not just giving money away. We have the information to counsel people into good relationships. We have the power to give peace of mind, the authority to cast out devils. It's not just about finances. He wants us to give them the whole portion of salvation. So the father wants us to be rich in resources. Say rich in resources. Now, if we're going to be rich in resources, meaning he's going to give to us, The number one lesson we have to learn is this, generosity. How to be generous. Say generosity. We have to be generous. We have to be those that can give. We can't have this orphan spirit of getting money and holding it to our chest like we'll never ever have it again. Release it so you can see what the father would do. Secondly, I want to say this. Give like you want people to give to you. I need some money. If you come to, if I come to Manushka and say I need some money and she give me $5. Okay, that ain't no money. All right, that's not no money. Am I right, Q? What you want to do with $5? You know what I'm saying? That ain't even, that ain't even two gallons of gas. 
If I come to you and say, I need some money, you should be able to pull out some hundreds and thousands. He wants you to be a giver. If he wants you to be a giver, that means he wants you to have. He wants you to be rich in resources. All right, first scripture, Proverbs 37, 20, no, Psalms 37, 26. It reads, he is always generous, always lending, and his children are a blessing. It's talking about our father. He is always generous, he is always lending, or he's always giving, and the scripture said his children are a blessing. As many as are led by the Spirit, these are the sons of God. You ain't think about being led by the Spirit, is giving. We think about being led by the Spirit is he going to allow me to do some dope gift. He going to let me discern the Spirit. He going to let me cast out a devil. He going to let me heal somebody. What about giving? You know, you know giving heals people? <laughs> you know the Bible says money is the answer to all things? He don't have any problem with us having money. He have a problem with us being attached to money. The mon- money ain't the root of all evil. Stop watching TV. It's the love of money that is the root of all evil. Money ain't evil. It is the love of money. The fact that you can't separate it. You can't let it go. It controls your day. You got to be at work, but you ain't got to be at church. You got to be at work, but you ain't got to pray. <laughs> you got to be at work, but you ain't got to fast. You got to be at work, but you ain't got to read the word. You got to do those things. You got to. It has to turn around to the only thing you have to do is be obedient to your father. That's when things will shift for you. First, it starts off with a heart. Don't just go cold turkey. All right. Walk off your job. I don't care what. No, (laughs) no. It starts with your heart. If your heart conforms, he'll open the door. If you have a desire to be anywhere near what he wants you to do, he'll open that door. When I was in the military, did not want to, I was ready to get out. After a year and a half, I was ready to go. Okay. I joined it under pressure. Well, the father told me to do it, but I was, I was trying to get out the streets and get my, my head together. After a year and a half of them controlling my life, I was like, father, look. <laughs> it was God at the time. I was really, I was very religious. Okay, Pentecostal denominational religious. Okay. And I said, Father, if you let me get out this military, I would never work another job again. I will only serve you. Then I said something that he will put words in your mouth to help you with the answers, that, with the, what you really need to say to him. I said, Father, I just want to be what you predestined me to be. Nothing more, nothing less. I just gave you a golden nugget. I just want to be what you predestined me to be. Nothing more, nothing less. I just want to be what you predestined me to be. When you was in heaven... And you was making a decision and you saw McKinley, that's all I want to be. 
I don't need to be nothing extra. I don't need to be what society need me to be. I don't need to be a superstar. I don't need the limelight. I just need to be whatever you predestined me to be. Whatever you purpose me to be, whatever you see me doing is all I need to do. Proverbs 11 and 25. It says a generous person will be enriched. And the one who gives a drink of water will receive water. A generous person will be enriched. So as long as you're generous, he'll continually add to you. Amen. Proverbs 29 and 9, 22 and 9. A generous person will be blessed. For he shares his food with the poor. Proverbs 28, 27. I like this one. Whoever gives to the poor will lack nothing. But those who close their eyes to poverty will be cursed. Uh, these ain't popular scriptures. These ain't the amen shouting scriptures. I understand. Okay. He said, whoever gives to the poor will lack nothing. Resources. Rich in resources. Have you ever thought about do your tithes, do your offering, and then sit aside some money for the poor. Sit aside some money from the poor so when you pull off the offer ramp and you see that guy, come on, we all, it's Atlanta. <laughs> we can find the poor, okay? It ain't hard to find the poor in Atlanta. Soon as you pull off the off ramp, typically we keep money, mostly Dr. Hardy. Dr. Hardy keeps some loose cash and some, she just pull it out and just give it all to him. It don't even count it. You don't need to count it when let me sure, sure I give him the, the singles. I bust all y'all, half of y'all <laughs> repent right now. Let me just give him a five. I'm going to keep this 50. No, give him the 50. You keep the five. He's poor. <laughs> the access is limited. You're a resource. Keep your status. Don't diminish your status by keeping your money in your pocket. Give. Watch this. Proverbs 19 and 17. I want all y'all to tattoo this on your forehead. Okay? That's not a commandment. <laughs> it says, if you help the poor, you are lending to the Lord, and he will repay you. Come on, how many of y'all want to give God alone? <laughs> oh, that's it? That's it? Come on. How many of y'all want to give the father a loan and have him pay it back with interest? You have to learn the system. I'm going to say this now and I'm going to say it again towards the end of the message. You can't say you have faith in any part of the father, any part of his kingdom if you don't understand the system. If you don't know how it works, how can you have faith in it? Until you find out how it works according to the word, you can't even say you have faith in it. And we're quick to say, I, my faith is in God. What area? Because you rush into relationships. What area? You don't give. 
What area? You show up when you want to show up, what time you want to show up. What area is your faith in? Is it just you don't pray or you pray sometimes. When you pray, you pray until somebody calls you. (laughs) What is your faith in? You can never have faith until you understand the system behind it. Faith, I'm increasing your faith in giving now. Why? Because I'm telling you how it works. Once you know the system, you work the system. Until you have the system and understand the system, you can't be diligent. You're supposed to be off. You're supposed to be missing it. That's why it, it is his pleasure to conceal it. It should be your pleasure to go and search it out. So he says, if you help the poor, you are lending to the Lord and he will repay you. How many of y'all can say the father owe you some money? If you've been helping the poor, <laughs> he owe you some money. <laughs> you waiting on, a, on, a, on a, a stimulus check from heaven. Not from God, not from Joe Biden. All right. <laughs> you waiting on a stimulus check. Come on, y'all. They get y'all them tax credits already. They're going to they gonna take it back. I'm tra- <laughs> you better get off this system. You better get off this system. <laughs> you better get on the kingdom system. You better get, I'm telling you. <laughs> okay. Now, let's look at some of the conversation. I got a half hour left. 30 minutes left. I'm doing good. All right. Okay, let's look at Jesus' conversation about giving, all right? I don't have this scripture up there. I'm going to use it in a later teaching because I'm going to teach you on the rules of giving, all right? Uh, yeah, you, you need to learn the rules of giving. You need to learn how to give, all right? Because we don't need you giving $20, like I told you, and then calling somebody's phone every 15 minutes, every two days, asking them for your $20, okay? This is foolishness, all right? We will not have it. We will not have it, all right? If you give it, don't ask for it back. If you can't, if you need to ask for it back, don't give it. If it's going to taint your heart, don't give it. But then again, you might need to release it. But we'll talk about that next week. In Matthew 1, in uh, uh, Matthew 6 and 1 through 4, write this down. It's not up there. Jesus came out and just and started to tell them how to give. And he told them like this. He said, whenever you give, because you will give. Giving is a part of the kingdom. You will give. He said, whenever you give, don't be a hypocrite. Don't do it in front of everybody. Don't let everybody know. I gave $100,000. That's your reward. And that's a lousy, that's lousy to lose that reward. You give an abundance of money, but you got to tell everybody what you did and you lose your reward. So he said, when you give, don't be a hypocrite. When you give, do it in silence. He said, don't let your left hand know what your right hand do. That's confidentiality. That's a security clearance. Okay. He said, also, when you do it, he said, do it this way and the father will give it back to you in secret. Whatever you do in secret, he said, the father rewards you. So do it in secret. Don't be a hypocrite. Do it in silence. Don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. All right? That's the easy part. It's about to get tough. Y'all ready? I'm almost done. It ain't going to take long to get this to y'all. Okay, Matthew 5 and 42 says, I'm going to let y'all read this. I'm going to let y'all read it. Matthew 5 and 42. What did it say? 
Hold on, hold on. Go ahead. Okay, go ahead, y'all. Huh. Huh. He expects you to be rich in resources. He wants you to be rich. Because he wants you to be rich. This is Jesus talking. Okay, this ain't Paul. No, this ain't Job. Okay, we ain't talking about what Jeremiah said. We talking about the son of God right from the throne of heaven. The one who said nobody knows the father except me. (laughs) He said, give to the one who asks you and don't turn away from the one who wants to borrow. That's going to eat you alive. I already know it is. But he wants you to be rich. So he says, give. He wants you to have. So he says, give. It's an inverted kingdom. This kingdom says, keep it. (laughs) Keep it. Accumulate it. Build it up. Then go to the strip club and (laughs) I'm just telling you what, come on. Build it up, buy you a car, and tell everybody they're not on your level. That's the kingdom of darkness. In this kingdom, he said, give. Get it out. Release it. Let it go so I can give it to you. That's the whole thing with the agriculture term. You give a seed and you get a tree. Oh, that's a whole nother conversation. Y'all ain't ready. <laughs> All right, here we go again. Luke 6 and 30, he said it twice, he said it again a different way. Come on, let's read this one. Okay. That's tough, ain't it? He said, give to everyone who asks you. And from someone who takes your things. (laughs) Someone who steals something from you. They cheated you out your money. Huh? Is that right? (laughs) The scripture says, give to everyone who first asks. Then he said, someone takes something from you. Chad, he said, don't ask for that back. Don't ask for it back. Now, he's setting you up to condition your heart to trust the kingdom. Watch me give it back to you. The Bible says when it comes to taking people to court over money, why you just can't accept wrong? The reason why you can't accept wrong is this. You don't trust him. You don't trust his kingdom. You don't trust that he'll give that back to you. And the reason why, because you think you the source. You not the source, you the resource. Abba's the source. Paul said, my God will supply all your needs. Why would he supply all your needs? He the source. He will supply all your needs according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. So he said, I'm going to read it again because I know y'all want me to. Give to everyone who asks you and from someone who takes your things, don't ask for them back. Just as you want others to do for you, do the same for them. That's four different things. Okay? He wants us to be rich in resources. Here it goes. Luke 6, 
chapter 6, verse 38. Give, and it will be given to you. Y'all reading that? That's the system. That's the system of giving. You give, and it'll be given to you. This is how faith works. Now, you can't have faith until you know the system. You can't have faith until you work the system. Learn the system in that area and and, and faith prevails. (laughs) If you learn the system of faith in that area, then it prevails. Give and it shall be given unto you, which means if you don't give, nothing comes. If you don't give, nothing comes to you. Nothing comes to you if you don't give. Give and it shall be given unto you. But this is the good part. He says a good measure. A good measure. Now, we don't know what a good measure is, right? We're clueless of what a good measure looks like. Am I right? What does that look like, Chad? What is a good measure? If you give, it will be given unto you. He said it's going to be a good measure. Come on, more, way more than what you you can give him. But look at the description of it. He said good measure. Then it says press down, shaking together, and running over. Will it be, will, it will be poured into your lap. Now I want you to imagine this. He said give and it will be given unto you. A good measure. Press down, shaking together, running over. So watch this. Watch this, A.D. Imagine him trying to give you something. You gave, and now he's trying to give back to you. All right? But he has to get it in this bag. Now, he just said he's going to pour it out. So it ain't going to stay in the bag for long. But he's just trying to tell you of how he's trying to give it to you. He said a good measure, and he said press down. You ever had to put something in the bag, and you had to push it down? You ever put something in the bag and you had to shake it to make it, to get more in there? Come on. He's telling you how he's going to do it. When I give it to you, I'm going to put it in the bag and I'm going to push it down. I'm going to keep pushing it. I'm going to keep pushing it. And then when I can't get no more, I'm going to shake it. And then I'm going to put some more in there. Then I'm going to put some more in there. And the end result is going to be overflowing. I'm going to get as much in there as I can. Then Manushka, I'm going to pour it in your lap. I ain't going to give you the bag. I'm going to pour it in your lap. I want you to be overwhelmed by this. <laughs> you do your part. He'll do his part. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't lean on your own understanding. In all his ways, in all your ways, acknowledge him then. Then, and only then will he do it. It's always a formula. It's mathematics. I know we read words, but it's math. <laughs> I'm letting y'all, come it's going to get worse. It's going to get worse, so I'm just letting y'all digest right now. Okay? I'm just letting you digest because it's about to get worse. Okay? Because... 
He said he's going to pour into your lap. Then he says, for with the measure you use, it will be measured back to you. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> he said with the measure Q. Let me read it right. I'm going to mess it up. He says, so with the measure you use, it will be measured back to you. So. Y'all ready? Okay, so the example I want to use here is Oprah. Because he said, with the measure you use, it will be measured back to you. So let's just say, you gave Oprah Winfrey 20% of all your finances. You gave her 20%. And with the same measure, she returned it to you with her finances. You got to see this. <laughs> so she's a billionaire and you a, a hundred air. All right. Whatever. Okay. Thousand air. We're going to we're going to we're going to elevate you on the day. You, you got room to grow, right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you give Oprah Winfrey 10% of your bank account. Let's say it's $10,000. And then she give you 10% of her bank account from a billion. The father is letting you know the measure you meet is the measure I'll meet. You give me 10%, I'm going to rebuke the devourer for your sake. Okay, I'm going to open the windows of heaven so you can have a blessing poured out. I'm going to make you delightful in the land. I'm going to make everybody call you blessed. You're going to give me 10%, but when I give you 10% of heaven, it's going to overwhelm you. He wants us to be rich in resources. But the rule is, first, we have to do what? Give. We have to first trust in him. Okay? Because this is the way the system works. If, I'm, if Chad's giving and I'm not giving, he has to honor what the person does. He can't honor what I don't do. And the scripture said, if you give to the poor, watch this, if you give to the poor, you will be enriched. But then the scripture also said, if you give water, someone will give you water. Whatever you sow is what you get. If you sow love, you'll get love. If you sow money, you'll get money. You can't sow love and get money. You can't sow time and get money. You can't give up all, give all your money, spend all your money, and then try to use your time to get a blessing. No. All right, keep going. It's my last scripture. He wants us to be rich in resources. All right. Second Corinthians nine, chapter nine, verse ten and eleven. It says, now he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will supply and multiply your seed for sowing and increase the harvest of your righteousness. Verse 11 says, you will be enriched in everything for all liberality. 
which through us is producing thanksgiving to God. Now, let's start at verse back at verse 10. It says, now he who supplies the seed to the sower and bread for food. So those are two things. Whenever you get money, it falls in two categories. <laughs> it's seed for sowing and then it's bread for food. Where we go wrong is, is that we eat the seed and the food. If we eat the seed and we eat the bread, we have nothing to plant. If you have nothing to plant, you have nothing to harvest. If you have nothing to plant, you have nothing to harvest. But the scripture says he who supplies, supplies seed. Who do he supply seed to? Say it louder. The sower. He don't give seed if you ain't got a heart to sow. He gives seed to the sower. He gives seed for people, Renee, that he know going to plant it. He doesn't give us seed to eat. If you eat the seed, you will have no harvest. And what we, and, and, and if you eat the seed, which watch this, it's not mistakenly he put the seed first. Because that's the first fruit. The first fruit will always be your seed. He gives seed to the sower and he gives bread for food. Don't eat, don't eat your seed, okay? This is why. Because you can't plant bread. You can't plant bread. So he says, he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will supply and multiply your seed for sowing. So, will he multiply your seed? According to the scripture, yes. But why? That's it. Only for sowing. You want the seed multiplied? Have a heart to sow. On a grand level. Okay? He wants us to be rich, Serena. Which means this. This is what I want you to do, even in your plans. Tithes offering. Put money aside to give just to give for no reason. Okay? Watch this. In your plans, if you have kids, have their destiny already mapped out. Father, I want an estate because I don't want, if my kids don't want to leave home, I don't want them to have to. <laughs> this ain't, we, the generation of get out my pocket when you're 18 is gone. Okay? As a black community, we can't afford to do that. So we have to put our children in our thought process for eternal, for generational wealth. When you do that, that's seed thinking. Not only that, what about your parents? He don't want us with this one track mindset of just taking care of myself. What about your parents? Okay, if it's a part of what you want to do, if it's a part of your heart, he'll make it happen. Me and my wife decided, no, we want our come live with us. We got you. So what does that mean? He had to do meet the need. 
Don't take on a heart of just me and my foe and no more. Just me and mine. Long as we good, forget everybody else. No, he gives seed to the sower. And he said he will multiply the seed. Not only will he multiply the seed, he said he will multiply your seed for sowing and increase your harvest. So you planted one seed and two trees grow. (laughs) Oh, we gonna be rich. Okay, but in order for us to be rich, Renee, we have to be generous. Generosity has to be a culture. Okay, you should pray, Father, who you want me to bless? You should just walk up on people, take that. (laughs) Find somebody cash app. Hit them up. This is a seed. Even when people don't pay me back, I say, well, it's just a seed. It will help you in the in a, in a area of, of, of mental anguish when you don't have. Whenever I don't have, watch this, I just look back and see, how many seeds have I planted? Oh, it'd be here in a second. The harvest has to come, and the way he wants us to give, Manushka, is he wants us to give to where the harvest is perpetual. Every season, <laughs> every season you got harvest coming. Can you imagine that? Every, every time you look around, money's just coming. He wants us to be rich. He do not want to look at his kids busted and disgusted and ain't got asking, begging, no. When it came time to break open the alabaster box, and I'm, about, I'm closing. When it came time to break open the alabaster box, Judas, crooked as he want to be, said that could have been sold and given to the poor. Jesus said, the poor you're going to always have. Poor ain't got nothing to do with money. Poor is a mentality. It's what you do when you get money. Okay? He said, you're going to always have poor. But this right here is for the body. This for my body. What does that mean? The body always comes first. Even before the poor. God didn't set this church up so we can take care of the poor. We have a part of it where we take care of the poor. We take care of the temple. We take care of the priests. We take care of the people. Then the poor. Every church should have a benevolence set aside to help the people. But watch this. this ain't, we ain't your bank. Don't give. Run your money through the mud then come ask us. Most preachers won't say that, will they? We not a bank. We ain't holding your tithes and offering till you need it. I'm just letting you know. I would say no. You ask too many times, we're going to put you through a financial class. Not playing. You ask too You got asked one time, you good. You ask twice, you're going through financial literacy classes. We need to know. We need to sit down and see, are you budgeting your money right? Or are you... Are you spending it the way you want to? Then come ask the church for money. Because we teaching you the system. He said he will multiply your seed for sowing and increase the harvest of your righteousness. The harvest of your righteousness. Of you doing it his way. Then he said you will be enriched. You will be made rich, constantly giving more. If you're rich, it will be added to you. And what? And you'll be enriched in what? 
I can't read or hear. And I'm hard of hearing. You will be enriched in everything. For all what? Liberality. So you ain't got to punch a clock. You can go where you want to go, when you want to go, do what you want to do. But watch this. That's when servitude comes in. Free my day up so I can do what I want to do. No, I won't do that. I'll free your day up so you can do what I want you to do. Everything he do, he does for his name's sake. He's not doing it for your name's sake. He's not trying to put you on. That's not the plan is to put you on. The plan is to put you on so that you can make him look good. It's to put you on so you can represent the ministry of reconciliation. It's to put him on so it's to put you on so that he can so that the world can look at us because the Bible says that we are the children of light. Which means that when people look at us who are in darkness, they should see the right way to do it. We will not be a broke and busted, disgusted church. We will not be a begging church. Okay? We will be a generous church. We're going to give to the poor. We're going to give to each other. The Bible said that the children of darkness are wiser than the children of light. You sit there holding on to your five dollars while Oprah's saying, you get a car, you get a car, you get a car. <laughs> How do you think she reached billionaire status? You thought it was her show? See something, you get a car and you get a car. Who giving away cars? Not the church. <laughs> Why the church ain't giving away cars like that? Because we're not generous enough. Like Kenan said, billionaires understand that. People who are rich, multi-million billionaires understand that. They, they set up charities. <laughs> they give away money because they know. Amen. You learned something? Are we better than we were? I'm going to turn it over to Dr. Hardy now because I know she got some prophecies and she woke up this morning. I got a word for such and such, such and such, such and such. Okay. You got a word. You get a word. You get a word. God should have never gave me a platform. Y'all know we're going to act a fool. But but seriously, okay, we're going to do, look, it takes money to run everything, all right? But I want us to do everything, okay? I want, we just got the camera, okay? Look, I want us to shoot movies, all right? I want us to shoot movies, short films. I want us to have a fashion, look, I want us to do everything that we, I want us to have our own uh, record label, I want every gift and talent to be totally used.